Author Martha Carr is publishing six thrillers over the course of 91 days, and she's invited us along for the ride. We'll have short episodes each week following the release of a new book in her Wallace Jones series to discuss what's working and what's not in this nearly real-time launch strategy case study. Welcome back to the Author Biz. This is episode number two of six of the Martha Carr Launch Strategy Case Study. When we record this episode, it is December 19th, so we're a couple days away from the launch of her third book. Uh, Martha, who last week we dubbed the Zen Killer of Thrillers, and this is she's coming up on the third release in a very short period of time, so I suspect that Zen is coming in pretty handy right now. Uh, Martha, how's everything going? Going. Everything is going um, according to schedule, and I know that because I keep asking Michael on try not to do it every day. And uh, that's really been one of the most useful things to learn is perspective. And so, uh, according to Michael, who's walked this path ahead of me, uh, things are going great. Okay, and Michael, the Michael she's referring to is Michael Anderley, who's been on the show a few times before. And Michael is sort of mentoring Ma- Martha through this process. And uh, there's there are a couple older episodes that you could listen to to hear the backstory on that. We won't get into it today. But Michael has joined us for this episode as well. So, uh, from somewhere in Texas, Michael, are you in Texas today? <laughs> I am this uh, today. So Dallas-Fort Worth area, where I live okay. with my family. So, um, as a little bit of backstory, uh, a little over a year ago, Michael wrote and published several books very quickly to great success. Martha is trying to emulate that success um, under the tutelage of, of Michael, and she has just or will be just releasing her third book. Well, Thursday. I think. To- Thursday, okay, and this show's coming out on Wednesday, so it'll be tomorrow by the time you're you're listening to this. So we've got Michael here to give us some color in terms of what his experience was when he did this and sort of to compare that with what Martha's seeing. So Martha, the last time we had you on, you know, we, we talked some very specific numbers and you mentioned at that time you were starting and you were like four hours into a new Insta freebie promotion. And at that time, right. I think you'd added 80 some names to your list in like four hours. How did that wind up for you? So, so um, I've added about a little over 700 names. Wow. And the open rate, So, and I've also uh, had automatic um, emails to them, and uh, the open rate's been about 60%, which is great. And InstaFreebie just let me know that the short story that I put on InstaFreebie that's related to the series called um, A Bower's Christmas will be featured on their site um, starting next week and will be the prime feature on Tuesday, the 27th. Wow. How, did you do anything to make that happen or were you just no, fortunate? They, 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 just fortunate. They emailed me and said, congratulations. So that's, you know, the, uh, the harder I work, the uh, luckier I get. <laughs> and you're working pretty hard right now. So let's, let's dig into some of the numbers. Uh, the first book was The List Conspiracy. That came out on December 1st. Uh, the last time we talked, it had been out about a week. It's been out roughly three weeks now. How's that going? It's going great. Um, so it's earning about $10 a day. And uh, some of that, though, is the trader's revenge. Uh, and 
I mean, if you if I was in a uh, cave by myself, I I would wonder how well it was doing. And I think that's the hardest part of this period of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been told to me from day one that it's going to be book four, book four. But that doesn't mean it makes it easy when you're watching um, the sales or the reads, pay, page reads um, mm-hmm. now. Um, I think if I was by myself, I'd wonder if I was doing it right. And I would be tempted to change things, which I think would be a mistake. Okay, and and for listeners out there who have not heard the either of the earlier two shows, we did an author biz, a full author biz episode where we talked in detail about what Martha was going to do, and then we've got these short episodes. The release schedule was essentially six books in ninety one days, and the first two came really close to one another. The first was released on December 1st, the second on December 8th, the third uh, 14 days later, two weeks later on December 28th, so, or December 22nd. 22nd. And that's, that's where we're at now, and this is going to be one of those lull periods. And this is a great time to bring in Michael, because Michael, if you've, if you've heard the author biz before, you know that Michael's uh, found some extraordinary success with his writing and his his rapid production schedule. And Michael has some numbers of his own for his first three books. Michael, do you mind sharing those? No, not at all. One of the things that I think is kind of uh, relevant here, and so I started mine uh, uh, November 3rd. So I'm just kind of adjusting and saying, okay, we're on the 19th right now. She's had 18 full days. So all of my numbers are going to be for 18 full days. And a couple of items that I'd love to know, uh, Martha, if you could share, what was your... Uh, total books sold yesterday and total KENP for yesterday. Do you know oh, that yeah. offhand? Um, I can look. Um, I've got it okay. open uh, except for the KEMP, but I can look. Okay, yes. so while you're doing that, let me share real quick that over the, lo- the first 18 days, I had a sum total of, let's see here, 37 books sold. <laughs> so not all that much. And a total net amount of income for uh, 18 days at $170.85, which was a $9.49 average per day. And that's with KENP and, um, yes. and sales. Sales. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. And if you break it out, my KENP for that period was $94 of that, so $94.76. So the majority of that $170 was KENP income for me. And so uh, do you have the numbers for yesterday for you? Well, uh, so yesterday um, I earned $8.44 um, for mm-hmm. yesterday. And if I compare, this is like my weakest thing is uh, numbers, which <laughs> I'll do the best well, I can. Yeah, so I think it my, was, I think it was all the list conspiracy yesterday. Okay. To give you some perspective, I made a total of zero sales in books for yesterday, equivalent, and 1,050 KE in pages. And the previous day, I also sold zero books and had 1,013 KE in P pages. So my total income for yesterday, equivalent, going back a year, was $5.07 and $4.88 the day before. And, you know, this is... Sharing those numbers is is really important because I can see how if if I was Martha and as she said living in a cage and doing this and doing all this work and seeing these numbers, it would be really easy to say I've got to do something because right. Michael had this incredible success, but that came later. It came That's after right. book four. And yeah, uh, my really, KENP yeah. yesterday was five hundred and eighty five pages. Okay. 
And oddly, so I'm doing better in the middle of the week. <laughs> my my KEMP for three days back one year ago was 470, and the previous day was 460. So they really are all over the map at this point. My my KEMP for equivalent of to, uh, today is one book sold in 935 pages. So one year ago, I'll make $6.59. Okay. And I also have an interesting perspective because I've been doing this a long time and I used to be in the traditional world and um, you had three months from the date the book came out before they would take it off the shelves in the bookstores. And so all of the marketing that you did was um, before the book actually came out and then you had to hope, but your hands were kind of tied at that point. Because everybody had booked who was going to appear in their store or the interviews or the reviews. It was really hard to change things once the ball had started rolling. And it was kind of uh, hard to watch. And this is very different because things you can change things. And because I found the group that Michael started, 20 Books to 50K, uh, I get the perspective. Effective. And so I know that things are actually going great. I mean, I had one sale in Japan and one in Australia. And I loved Michael's comment, which was, it took you how long before you had that? I probably had at least four to five months before I saw a Japan uh, sale. <laughs> so that tells you that something's happening. Michael, just for perspective, uh, if, if it were anyone else, I wouldn't ask this question. But you probably mm -hmm. either know the answer or can get it pretty quickly. How many copies of your first book did you sell yesterday? Um, yeah, actually, I can switch over that to, for you really quickly. That's not really a problem. So, historical yesterday. The answer, uh, do you want it both that and KENP, or how do you want it? Yeah, add them, add them together. Okay. So, 49 copies sold, 18,948 pages, net dollars, 175.68. Okay, so and that is book one, and you're on book. Uh, I, I can't even remember. <laughs> I've, I've done fourteen books total. Books we'll be putting out the first in the new series, Christmas Day. Okay, all right. So, yeah, it, it, it's great to have this kind of a perspective when we talk about this. And, and Martha, let me tell you, I have gotten more email out of this series. You know, the first two shows we've done, the full, wow. ep the full episode and the first of these little case study episodes than anything I've ever done. It's like people are really curious about this and, and really interested, and, and we're all kind of riding along wondering how this is going to work out for you. I've talked to a lot of people who have said, I'm hoping to do the same thing, and I don't know whether that means – they're halfway through the first book, or they've got the third book written, and and you know they're going to be able to prepare this. So, in your case, you had a few books written, made it a little bit easier for you to to go through this launch process. True, and also from watching, there are I think as of today, eighteen hundred people in twenty books to fifty k. A lot of them are new, mm -hmm. and watching a lot of people, it seems to be that the uh, thing that may hang them up is this: um, how do I get from here to where Michael is? And oh, that's yeah. often the case where you don't see what went into it. Um, you don't see how the sausage was made, and so that's why I think both Michael and you know I was telling Michael. Um, that I, uh, and I think you know this, I helped pay for a young woman's gas because she was sitting next to me at the pump next to me and talking loudly on her phone. Mm -hmm. And I finally caught on that she was out of gas and out of money. And 
at first I was going to um, mind my own business, but then I remembered that used to be me. And so I went over and paid for gas and then uh, told her what I had wanted to be told, which was it gets better. And so ever since then, I've been reminding myself the same thing that um, at some point this is going to succeed because the question of whether or not I can write has been answered. I've been reviewed enough times that I know I can write. It's the question of finding the right series. I hope it's this one, but if not this one, then another one. So really what I need to remember is there'll come a day when this all will work out and I'll look back and hopefully I won't see that I stressed about it, that I wasn't having fun with it and that I wasn't helping others at the same time. To a degree, it takes care of itself if you just keep doing the plan you came up with in the first place. Let's talk for a minute. and Michael, you could maybe speak to this about the comparison game, because that's a dangerous business. Um, there's always when I was when I was a young man, I wanted to play quarterback like Joe Montana and it didn't work out. <laughs> you know, maybe I maybe I set, maybe I set the bar a little bit too high for that. There, there are a lot of great things that I've done in my life, but I was never able to do that. And it's, it's really easy to focus on a person's success and and say that it that's what I want. If And if I don't get what that guy has, I'm a failure. And, and that's sort of a losing proposition because there's, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, there are people that are doing way better than you are. Yeah. The um, So that comes up a little bit, obviously, in our group where people will uh, make the comments, you know, I'm doing, I'm having a really great day. I did $20. It's awesome. It's not Michael's money. And I see that and I feel a little bit down because I don't worry about my money. My money is, you know, that situation and it's been this path and it's been wonderful and it allows me to help a lot of other people at the same time. But I get excited over somebody saying, I just made my first $100 day. I remember that. It wasn't that long ago for me to sit there and just stare at, in this case, you know, I use book report all the time, but I just stare at it and go, damn, I just made $100 today. You know, that was certainly, you know, and it, it's a hugely awesome feeling. And I'm, I'm pretty much an empathetic individual. So I relish good news. I sympathize with bad news. We had a, a gentleman that came in who, um, you know, was pretty upset and he laid it all out there. And we have, that's probably one of the biggest um, posts that we have recently where people just outpouring of support and he's grabbed it and he's run with it. And it's, it's really from, um, awesome. I do share my numbers relatively uh, openly, and part of that is because it does cause a few people to strive and say, I can do that. So I hesitate to just clam up because does that mean that the individuals that are overly challenged should be not told? I'm, you know, it, do you understand how I'm trying to express it? It's like those that would be challenged and think it's awesome, they deserve a shot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and there are other people in the group who are having what I consider to be extraordinary success as first-year authors, and uh, mm-hmm. Craig Martell is a name that comes to mind. I'm not going to get into Craig's numbers, but he posted his numbers the other day, and some might look at those numbers and say, wow, I can't believe he's posting those, but I looked at those numbers, and I'm like, that is amazing that he did that well in his first year of publishing. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, ahead, so, so there are. Well, it also inspired me to go and look at my author ranking because it never occurred to me to do that. And I realized that in mystery uh, thriller, I was in the low two thousands, which seemed fantastic to me. 
And what was really fantastic was when you posted that graph that went from, I don't know what the yes. bottom number was, but it was pretty low. <laughs> and then there was this massive spike up. And so, yeah, that had to be fun. It, yeah, it was fun. And uh, Michael is actually, so I can speak from the other side of the fence. Um, Michael inspired me to change everything within a matter of months. And I work full time. So I'm doing this on the weekends and after work. And I am not a spring chicken. And, uh, so, and I only, I've only, I think I've said before, I've only fallen asleep at the keyboard once. <laughs> I think I was talking to Michael too when I did it. But anyway, and so um, to watch Michael share his numbers openly is inspiring, but also because he's doing it openly. And there are people who complain, who have complained, and they're probably no longer part of the group. And he still does it. But then also, it uh, when he, when somebody says, I made my first hundred dollar day, actually, frankly, if someone's excited about an achievement, it doesn't matter what it is. We will all cheer for them. We're mm. not saying this is what we'll cheer for. It's if you're cheering, we'll cheer with you. And um, it's attraction rather than promotion. So instead of us saying, you do this and this will happen, we're actually just saying, this is what we've done. This is what's worked for us. Take what you like, leave the rest. And it's inspiring people of every genre and at every point in their career. And yes, there are some people who are more into the worry about whether or not they can, but there are a lot of kind people who say you can, and they'll say it again the next day. And even uh, people who are in kind of that place are still uh, putting together books and nobody is saying you have to do it the way I'm doing it or the way that Michael did it. And it's not the only way. And it's not even the only way that will succeed. It's just one of the ways. And so, Michael has set the bar, and it's attracting all the people who are similar, and it's creating this enormous group that I, in 30 years, have never seen, where you can find so much information and in a very supportive group. And uh, everybody asks questions of each other. Uh, it doesn't matter how much success you have. You probably still have questions. Yeah, that the post that Michael mentioned the other day or a few minutes ago about the author coming on and just really just kind of laying himself bare and, and just kind of bemoaning what had been happening to him. I, I read that and I saw the number of comments and I thought, oh, that must have happened yesterday. It was like 15 minutes ago and there were like 75 comments in 15 minutes. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and it was all supportive. And, you know, here's, here's what you can do. Here's what I did. Here's how can I help you? It, it was all that kind of thing. It was really, really cool. Um, let's talk, um, you know, we, one of the things I want to do in, in each one of these episodes is highlights, lowlights, uh, any adjustments to the plan. I'm guessing one of the highlights was the, um, the author rank. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. And um, also um, noticing that somebody in Japan had noticed the book. I'm not sure how that happened. And um, an, another highlight um, is just seeing that the books are getting finished, the, uh, the series is going to be out there, and that the people who are finding it are enjoying it. And it's also always nice to talk to Michael, and he points out what he made on that day. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then I realize, hey, this seems to be working. So that's pretty cool too. Okay. Any um, any lowlights? You mentioned that if you hadn't been talking to to Michael, you might have uh, gotten a little down. Was there anything in particular that bothered you over the course of the last two weeks? 
Well, the books have slowed down in sales a little. Uh, there was a spike, and then now it's kind of leveled out. Um, and that would have really bugged me like I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I would have uh, – my nature is to then go and see what else I can do. And there is a place where you can be doing too much, and you want to also have a life. And so it could have turned into a real low point, but instead I had uh, Michael to talk to. And some actually, Craig, I talked to a lot as well. And so there was, I was actually able to turn it around and get a different perspective on it and, and put it aside. If, do you have any marketing plans coming up? The next release will be 18 days after this one. So do you have any, is there any marketing related activities that you're, you're planning? Uh, in January, we're releasing an app that will be an interactive story uh, where if you have an Android for now, and we'll do iPhone later, you can uh, choose the path of the story. And it's a short story related to the series with a minor character. And it's a thriller, little thriller story. And uh, if you play it again, you can choose different paths, and it'll mm-hmm. take you to different endings. And, and now that I have a mailing list that's growing to over uh, 800, approaching 900, I am sending snippets to those people and updating them. And then I'm uh, in on the release of the fourth book, which is January 9th. I am doing uh, three free days of the first book, and I've posted that it'll be on a lot of um, sites that uh, promote free days of books. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the and yeah, and then um, I have some a couple of Amazon ads running kind of continuously, and that's about it for now. Okay, so you are spending a little bit of money on marketing. Still. Correct. Okay. Um, Michael, did you do the uh, the free book thing at any point during your uh, your adventure a year ago? Uh, not, a year, not a year ago, but I did do um, it once, and it ended up coinciding with like a four-day weekend, which, once again, I've had the best luck doing things by happenstance. Mm-hmm. Um, I used I Love Vampire Novels at the time, which gave me a really big boost, and that was sometime around February, March time frame, so four or five you know months into it. I thought, and this was actually, I think I dropped it to 99 cents, and it did so well. I thought, hey, you know what I need to do is I need to go ahead and just drop book one to 99 cents. And I tracked the numbers, and it did increase my count of sales. It did not necessarily increase my income to speak of because of the uh, the read-through rate reduced. from I had been something like 75, 76, and I went down to like 67% read-through rate. And then my... Uh, my reviews got lower, and since then I found out that the lower you put your price of your book, the worse the review averages seem to be. <laughs> I don't know, you know that. I've heard it from multiple authors as well. That's that's and uh, he's, interesting. He's making a really he's making a really good point too to keep your eye on the ball about um, income. And you know, if if I manage to give away a thousand books, that's not necessarily good news. Uh, because what has it done to the income? So I am trying to balance it, and I'm going to try the three free days and, with the first book, and it'll be like an experiment. And if it's, the, um, I just won't repeat it if it doesn't do well, and I'll just take it in as data. 
Okay, well, we will be back again with the third episode of the case study, probably early in January, around the same time where we're a day or so ahead of the release of the next book, which is the ninth. Um, oh, one last question for, for actually for both of you. Martha, the last time we talked, you indicated that the pre-orders, probably because a lot of your, your readers are KU readers, the pre-orders weren't significant. Has that changed or is it still the same? That's still exactly the same. And uh, book four actually goes on pre-order on Thursday, the, uh, the circle rises. And, um, and, and a weird thing I have noticed an ad I did on Facebook is getting shared and liked a lot by people I don't actually know, which is always important. And, uh, I don't know if that's People are starting to notice it, and those are KU readers. Um, you know, more will be revealed. Michael, do you have any thoughts on um, pre-release stuff? Because I know that, that you're working with a lot of people. Some do pre-releases, some don't. Yeah, I did my first pre, pre-order pre-release with Justin Sloan for the first book of our collaboration that released December 8th. Mm-hmm. I put it up at like 6.30 Central Time and was banned originally, and when you know, in further review, I was not late. I was early, in fact, to get it up there. It was on the last night. And I did everything I possibly could and called in any goodwill I had to people and finally um, had the comment, you know, you just go to Jeff. And so I did. And fortunately, it was fixed. But it would have been something like 2,400 people would have been pissed off. And so I personally am not fond of pre-orders for my own books, but mm-hmm. that has because if I tell someone that it'll be out, let's say, on January 17th, and I've got it done on January 14th, I don't want to wait till the 17th. I just release it when I have it. Okay, and you mentioned Jeff. For people who maybe aren't thinking, as maybe don't know the history of Amazon, who would that Jeff be? Oh, I'm sorry. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so, I had never um, – yeah, so I figured, you know, if I was going to email Jeff Bezos himself and say – Hey, we have twenty five, you know, pretty close to twenty five hundred shared customers who are going to be really upset. I might as well toot my own horn. So I put in some of the information, kind of, you know, my success at that level. I did receive back an email from someone on the executive relations team that helped walk it through because they said it was obvious it was a mistake on their part, and I had provided all of the detailed information to prove I didn't screw up this time, which is totally possible, mm-hmm. but in this case, I had not. And so um, they, the gentleman did get it fixed, and it was up and live, and he walked it all the way through. It was an amazing uh, fix on their side. So you did have a number of pre-orders, though, for that book, and it, it launched very well, didn't it? It did. It, uh, it was the first time, 2,400. So obviously a lot of my fans, as well as Justin's fans, got involved in the whole thing. Uh, it stayed in number one in quite a few areas for uh, quite a while. Um, and you know, I'm relatively happy if another collaborator wants to do it. I'll let them make the choice. But for me personally, I um, am ambivalent over it. Okay, Martha, thank you so much for being with us again this week. We'll do this again in a couple of weeks. Where can people learn more information about you? They can go to MarthaCar.com, and they'll see um, more information about me and reviews for the books. And you can go to the author page on Amazon and write to me and or on the Facebook Wallace Jones series. 
And I would love to hear from people. More and more uh, fans are writing to me, and I write back to everybody. And, Michael, thank you so much for joining and adding some color today. Where can people find out more about this 20 Books to 50K group that we keep talking about? Um, The easiest is to go on Facebook, and that's 2-0, so 20 books, B-O-O-K-S-T-O-5-0-K, so 20 books to 50K. Um, just it, everyone is accepted and it's really a no self-promotion. If you kick in there and put up, you know, buy my book, buy my book, we will ban you pretty quickly. Or if you're just basically a jerk, there's plenty of places on the internet to do that. This isn't the group. All right. Thanks to both of you for being here. We will be back again the week of January 9th, probably a day or so prior to that, with episode three of the case study. Thanks for listening. The Author Biz will be back with full episodes after the first of the year. I hope everybody has a a wonderful, restful, relaxing, and joy-filled holiday season.